Now that we've heard from David Bakhtiari on his future, has he played his last down as a Green Bay Packer? Why it's less likely than you may realize. Plus, this Packers offense is going to take on the Las Vegas Raiders tonight at something close to full strength. What does that mean? All that on today's show. You are locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Today's episode brought to you by friends at FanDuel, America's number one and favorite sports book. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Matt LaFleur last week said he would let David Bakhtiari speak on his future. He did just that at the end of last week. Here's just a little of what he said. Um... You know, we tried, you know, every which way to see to not have to get the surgery or to make sure really this is the option that we have to take, the course of action we need to take. Um, and that was where I would kept battling just to try to make sure I can be out there and play. Um, and then obviously we hit a point where it's been drawing on so long where I'm like, okay, clearly we just need to fix this because I don't think this is a very sustainable uh, way to play and continue. Uh, the latter part of my career, um, you know, I'm playing. No one knows when I'm going to play. No one knows when I, when I can, and when my body tells me no, like that's just that's not. It's not a good recipe. You got any insur- assurances from good against that you'll be on the roster next year? I mean, so the the, the I, I again, I I think you can ask him that. Um, you know, I know I have one more year left. And I think uh, for me, I'm just trying to make sure that I attack uh, this rehab like I've done with everything and just making sure that uh, it's behind me. And I think the number one thing is just proving uh, the health. I don't think the the heart, the preparation, and the skill was ever a question. I think it's the availability and the, uh, the health part has been the constant question for over the years. So... Um, it, I mean, for me, if that's if we can cure that answer, I don't, I don't see a, much of a problem with anything else. So he wants to be ready for training camp, but he understands that may or may not be in Green Bay, and I think the natural inclination is to say, well, it won't be because he's already the most expensive player on the roster. He is the oldest player on the roster, and that makes him incongruous with the plan that this Packers team is putting together. And in a lot of ways, that's all right. Like, that's true. 
All of it is true. The problem is, it's not that simple. It's it's just not that simple. He has one year left, and because of all of the pushing forward of money that the Packers have done with David Bakhtiari's salary, and that's something I want to talk about in just a second, he is $40 million on the cap this season. That's almost double what he is this year on the cap, 21 and change. And I think there were reasons if this was going to be the problem. And, and Matt LaFleur sort of acted like, yeah, we knew what the deal was when this injury first happened. Bakhtiari, for his part, essentially said that's not quite true. That the, the issue that he's dealing with now and that he's having surgery to help fix was not thought to be this long-term when the injury originally happened. So there were certainly criticisms worth levying. This is something that I talked offline about with with Jason Hershorn, America's guest and my co-founder at The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to, that this was weird to keep moving this money forward if you knew of the long-term risks and ramifications. It doesn't seem like that's quite the case, that the fact that this has lingered, that the swelling and the fluid buildup has been such that it has kept him in and out of the lineup was not anticipated. It was not anticipated to be this bad and that he would be able to either A, play through it or B, that it just wouldn't happen. And so this surgery is aimed at getting back to on the field and not having to worry about the swelling. How does it feel today? How is it going to feel tomorrow? If I practice on Friday and I get off the plane on Saturday, is my knee going to swell up and all of a sudden I can't play on Sunday? But so when you look at the contract, you go, okay, $40.5 million on the cap. If you move on from him, you have to eat $19 million, but you're talking about actual savings plus the 10 and change base salary that you have. It's it's The restructure is a lot. Like the re, that restructure is counting 13 plus million on the contract in 2024. He had previously not been amenable to a restructured contract or a pay cut, okay? So, and we and we don't know exactly what was, you know, we don't know about those conversations, but the report was that, okay, he, he moved the money around, but an extension, obviously they didn't agree to that, and he's not gonna take less, okay? Then where do you, where do you get to this point? And by the way, we don't know what those conversations were. I need to emphasize that. We don't we don't know what was asked. We don't know what was offered. We don't know any of those conversations. So we're, we're flying a little blind here. And so that's why I have been hesitant to say, oh, you know, Bakhtiari criticizing him for the, the money part of this. No, no. You signed the contract. I got hurt. Things happen. But if he's going to play in 2024, it can't be on this contract. It just can't be. Now, the problem for the Packers is if he's hurt, this ends up very similar to what happened with Jimmy Garoppolo in his final season with the 49ers. Everyone knew they were going to move on from him. They were going to give Trey Lance the reins. But then right around the time they started working on a trade, he got shoulder surgery. And you can't, It's it, it becomes prohibitively difficult to trade or cut an injured player 
because if you trade a player, they have to pass the physical. Now there are some some things in there you can you can waive those kinds of things. Like you can always just make it up as you go along. The NFL kind of allows for that, but we don't usually see stuff like that. And if you just cut him, even as a June 1 cut, if he's hurt, he has recourse under the CBA to grieve for all of his money. And then you're on the hook for all of his money. This is problematic for the Packers just contractually. I don't, I don't even want to get into, like, it would be really nice to have your all-pro left tackle. All that stuff, of course it would. But it's not as simple as they can just move on. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, maybe the thing that makes the most sense is if he wants to be back in Green Bay, and it's, he's saying he does, when Ian Rappaport reported the surgery originally before we heard about David Bakhtiari, or heard from him, I should say, the way that it was reported was he intends to be back in Green Bay. It can't be on this contract. So even if it is just, hey, the base salary stuff, we'll make sure that you get all the money that you're due, but add void years, you know, make this all work. And then you can come in and play in 2024. And if things aren't working out, you can be traded. He may want to go play in New York. Maybe he doesn't want to play on turf. Maybe that whole turf storyline was overblown. I don't know. But I don't think we should assume he's just done as a Green Bay Packer. Because the mechanisms here make it really hard for that to be the case. So he's not going to play the rest of the year. What does this Packers offense look like without him? We're going to find out real soon and we're going to talk about it after the break. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 back in bonus bets, win or lose. I actually have a bonus bet right now on FanDuel. I got a $5 bonus bet and I put it on the Packers minus six and a half. I bumped this baby because I think with Watson, with Jones, we're going to talk about this offense in a second. With all of this stuff that they now can bring to bear on this offense against a bad defense, there's a chance that they win this game by a touchdown or more. A good chance, in my opinion. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to kick off the NFL season. I don't understand the line. It went from Packers minus one. Now it's, it's Raiders minus one and a half. I guess that's the Jimmy G effect, but that doesn't make sense to me. So go, go and take advantage of this over at FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And football season is here. Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL kickoff live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel, which means you can watch on Locked On Packers live. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. East on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. This Green Bay Packers offense has not been whole this season. Last week, they got Christian Watson back and Aaron Jones. They're on pitch counts. Christian Watson, no injury designation tonight against Las Vegas. We don't know if Aaron Jones is even going to go as of this recording. And so we don't quite know. Like, could he be in a snap count? He's questionable. It's interesting and worth noting that... Um, 
Jones practiced all week in a limited fashion. So did Christian Watson, but one has an injury designation and one doesn't. I don't know if there's a competitive advantage there that the Packers are trying to play or what the situation is. But Luke Musgrave came through protocol. John Runyon Jr. has come through off the injured ankle. Elton Jenkins is expected to play. And though David Bakhtiari is out the season, Rashid Walker has been starting essentially since week one, and they have been fine. He's not been superlative in the run game, but he has been a terrific pass blocker. So they're going to have the the line that they're going to play with the rest of the season. I don't want to say they're healthy offensive line because that's not not quite true. You're missing your all pro left tackle. So not quite true. But it's the line that you're going to have the rest of the season. You have your full complement of tight ends now. We think they're going to have their full complement of running backs and they're going to have their full complement of receivers. Now, how does that change the way you would attack a defense? Well, Having Aaron Jones gives you a matchup nightmare you didn't have before. Having Luke Musgrave gives you another matchup nightmare you didn't have before. This is a very small, though fast, linebacker room for Las Vegas. And this is just a flat-out, not-good secondary. They're just a subpar group. And so, okay, this is the kind of defense that you can take advantage of. Now, the Packers have had to put too much of a burden on Jordan Love so far because they can't run the ball. They have to be able to run the ball a little bit better. And we talked about this a little bit last week. If they can't run the ball against this group, I don't know how they're going to run the ball. This is just not a good front. You have your offensive line healthy. I, I didn't mention Zach Tom, who played on one leg against Detroit. He seems to be all good. No injury designation for him either. So he's all set to go. They, they This is Max Crosby and some dudes. They They should be able to handle the line of scrimmage here. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. You should be able to pass protect with this group. If you can help on Max Crosby, and he's going to see a lot of Rasheed Walker, this is a great test for Walker. And I love the point that our pal Lily Zhao made on Zayu doing a couple weeks ago when she said, look, if Bakhtiari's out a couple games, you get the opportunity to see Rashid Walker. If he's in and out of the lineup, that's a bunch of opportunities to see Rashid Walker because if this team, you know, winds up in the top 20 picks of the first round, it's a very good offensive line class. It's a very good quarterback class. There's there's a lot of really quality players at potential positions of need for the Packers at offensive line tackle in particular. And so... You know, you you give him the chance to earn that job. And they have a terrific backup. If he's struggling, you throw in Yash Nyman and at least give him a shot. Now, Walker beat out Nyman for this backup left tackle role. So you hope that, that does, it doesn't get to that point. But there are things that this team can do to mitigate that. Run the ball better, number one. Um, post-snap RPOs, number two. I don't know why that hasn't been a bigger part of this offense, but it can be. And you have guys like Romeo Dobbs, Dontavian Wicks, and Christian Watson, all who on the outside can win quickly on those little glance posts. Uh, you know, it's it's a play that I just don't know why it, has, it hasn't been a bread and butter look for the Packers. Jordan Love ran it at Utah State. It's part of this offense. Um, Matt LaFleur ran them in Tennessee. So I, I, I don't know why we haven't seen them more here, I don't know if it's because this offense is so young and, and he you know he doesn't want to overload these guys. I, I'm not quite sure why we haven't seen it more, but we haven't. This is an opportunity, and I wrote about this on Friday for The Leap. 
a newsletter. Yes, I, in fact, I would love for you to subscribe to. This is an opportunity for this Packers offense to go, hey, we're here. Hey, we can do this as a group. We're young, but this is a bad Raiders defense. It's a bad Raiders defense. One of the five worst passing defenses in the league. You're healthy. Go light this team up. Go light this team up. Like, this is the kind of game where you can score 30. And they did. The last time they faced a a flat-out bad defense, they put up 30 on the Bears. The Raiders are in Bears territory. They are an atrocious defense. They just don't have the talent in the secondary and, and the pass rush outside of Max Crosby to stop opposing passers. We're talking about 30th in EPA per play, 30th in DVOA. Bottom three against the pass. It's a bad group. So Jordan Love, here's an opportunity. You know, we saw Justin Fields the last two weeks against bad defenses. Light them up. Throw for four touchdowns. Let's see it. We've seen the high levels of play. 17 down in the fourth quarter. The third quarter against Atlanta. The the third quarter against the Lions, to come out and just go sling that rock. Like, he can do it. And now you have your guys. Now you have Christian Watson out there to create big plays down the field, whose arm or or, or whose, whose speed is hard to overthrow if you're Jordan Love. That opens up things underneath for Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave. Or vice versa. You have Luke Musgrave threatening teams down the seam. You're opening up the middle of the field. Now you can throw those underneath routes, crossing routes to Christian Watson, who can take a five-yard play and turn it into a 50-yard play like that. You have your opportunity now against a bad defense to say, we're here. This team can be 4-2, 5-2 pretty easily over the next couple games. I was going through their schedule. If you look at the teams below them on something like the Football Power Index, there are six games against teams below them on the Football Power Index. ESPN's, this is a metric, this is not power rankings, this is metrics-based, this is statistically-based projection model. Just win those games. Just win those games. You're at eight wins. Win a game or two you're you're not supposed to quote-unquote win. Nine wins, 10 wins, playoffs. Right now, and and this was something that Sumer Sports posted, the Packers' playoff leverage, you win this game, you you get well over 50% playoff odds because you have that win over the Saints. Maybe you don't catch the Lions for the division, but the seven seed, the six seeds, the six seed, you have to catch Seattle, but it's not like they're an invincible team. 7-2, 7-2, like Eagles-Packers first-round series. It could happen. You you want to get this team, feet their feet wet, even if they're not a true contender. You'd love to get them in the postseason. You'd really like to get them some experience. They have the talent to do it. They have the offense to do it. And they have the opportunity to prove that, or at least to show that, to demonstrate it tonight against a very bad Las Vegas Raiders defense. More to come here on our Monday kind of bonus edition of Locked on Packers. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. 
You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You can use simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day, every dayers. Tomorrow on the show, our recap, our live show. Come hang out with us live tonight on YouTube after the game. That that will go in your feed tomorrow. Then we will have Joe Thomas in the building on Wednesday. Zayudouin will be saved for Thursday. And then an interview, come another interview, a bonus interview, if you will, coming your way on Friday. A loaded week unlocked on Packers. The last thing I want to get to here is this passing defense. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. I think that is what swung the line from Packers minus one to Raiders minus one and a half. I don't understand that. Jimmy Garoppolo has been like the definition of fine this year. It's not a great offensive line. The pass rush has to show up. It has to show up. Rashawn Gary, more snaps. It sounds like he's going to get that opportunity. Lucas Van Ness getting a little healthier, practicing without the arm brace. It's time to unleash him a little bit. Matt LaFleur wants to play a bunch of guys. He said he wants to play a bunch of these guys. But it's pretty clear who your horses are. Your best three are pretty clearly. Preston Smith, I, I people, I understand people, he's not the pass rusher he once was. But on early downs, Preston Smith is still their best run defending edge player in terms of his, his strength at the point of attack, his discipline, all of those things. The fundamental stuff, he still does way better than everyone else. Enough of Justin Hollins and Kingsley and Ibarre on the field at the same time. These hockey shifts have to stop. Van Ness, Gary, or Preston Smith, one of those guys has to be on the field at all times. Just has and just, just from a sheer size standpoint, because Kingsley is a little bit undersized. 250, 260, not terribly undersized. Justin Hollins is like 240, 245. Preston Smith is legit 265. He's 6'5", 270. Lucas Van Ness, 270 plus. Rashawn Gary, 270 plus. They are big bodies. They can hold their own at the point of attack. I'd love to see Lucas Van Ness at the five tech sometimes. With Gary on the same side of the formation. Run some games there. That would be a really fun thing to do. So the pass rush has to make Jimmy Garoppolo uncomfortable because if you do that, there's just no downfield element in this passing game. It's all underneath. And and that's where I need to see a more aggressive approach at the line of scrimmage. I understand Devontae Adams, one of the best in the business. I don't think you have to go full Justin Jefferson on him in a game like this if for no other reason than I think the pass rush can and will get home. And you have Jair and Russell Douglas. You have to just trust those guys. 
Now, I would love to see a plan where when, when Devontae goes in the slot, you travel with Jair Alexander irrespective of the coverage you're playing. You, you can do that. That's allowed. I don't know if we're going to see Eric Stokes. He practiced all week. That's really good news. We talked about this a little bit on Friday. Where is your, your best lineup here? Your best lineup is finding some way to get Russell Douglas, Eric Stokes, and Jair Alexander on the field together. All due respect to Keyshawn Nixon, who's a hell of a returner. He is not the caliber of corner that these guys are. Just isn't. You want to get those guys on the field. You can't give up 300 yards to Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, that's the, that's the starting point. If you play about as well as you did against the Saints, giving up 10 points, that's great. That's the kind of day you have to have because this team can't run the ball. So sure, you you want to get off the schneid as a run defense. You don't want to let a team that hasn't been able to run the ball all year run the ball. But more importantly, I want to see this team adapt. I want to see some, they played, Dusty Evely was, was, was adamant pointing this out this last week because I know a lot of people get Joe Bear in their mind. I think cover two, they think quarters, all that stuff. Packers have played like top 10 amounts of cover three and single high safeties this year. Now they're starting in those two high looks, but they're spinning safeties down. But I want to see, I want to see more than that. I want to see guys pressing at the line of scrimmage. Jacoby Myers is not going to beat you over the top. Hunter Renfro is not going by anybody. I don't want to see anyone play. play. You have the speed, especially if Stokes and Jair are out there. You have Russell Douglas who can be physical at the point of attack, a very smart corner. Give those guys opportunities to be aggressive against this group of receivers because they just don't have the speed to take you deep. Force them to try and do it. Show single high. Don't let them run the ball. Play aggressively on the outside. That's the plan. To me, that's the plan. And I I just don't know why the plan would be anything else. I think that's what makes the most sense for this team. Will they do it? I wrote and we talked about against the Saints. This is the team that you're built to stop. Well, this is the team, even to a greater degree, you're built to stop because they're just not a good offense. One of the worst rushing teams in the league, the lowest in terms of explosive plays in the league, the fewest explosive runs in the league, they don't make big plays. So don't let them dink and dunk you down the field. Force them to make big plays. Don't say, okay, well, they're bad at big plays, so we're just going to let them play the way that they want to play. Because teams that do not create explosives, Eventually, they adapt. Josh McDaniels, you know, I don't know if he's a great coach, but this team is just, they're, that's what they are. They're a dink and dunk team. And then they, every once in a while, they try and take a shot, but they don't create explosives. So they have to do everything underneath. So if they have to do that, take that away. Make them do the thing they're bad at. This is something that if, if I'm a Packers fan, I'm going, I see defenses around the league do this. I see them adapt week to week that they're playing. Now, like I said, the Packers are playing some of these, a lot of these single high safety looks, or at least they're finishing into these single high safety looks. Robber is where you can beat Jimmy Garoppolo. You show him enough robber coverage, he will throw one right to that robber safety. And so this is this is a week for Darnell Savage to make a big play. But you you have to, have to play aggressive against this team because we know Josh Jacobs is a good runner. He's a good runner. This offensive line has not played well. He has not played well this season. So play aggressively. Get after Jimmy Garoppolo. And and let's see a repeat of the last time these two teams, this quarterback faced this team, which was the 2021 playoffs when the Packers beat the daylights out of a hurt Jimmy Garoppolo. 
they lost the game because the Packers special teams stunk, but the Packers defense played really well in that game. That's that's the formula in this one. All right, live on YouTube tonight. Come hang out with us on YouTube after Monday Night Football. That will be in your podcast feed on Tuesday and then a loaded week on Locked on Packers. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, you can do that on our YouTube page. We'll be live tonight so you can stay Locked on Packers.